International. Welcome to beautiful South Austin, home uh, here in the home of the Flea Furnace. <laughs> this is right. another episode of Gary Beats of Town Massacre. Topical episode. It's been we've been topical episode heavy as of late. Yeah, more like Gary Busey Theater Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Alamo, courtesy Whoa. of the Alamo Draft House. Uh, yeah, we, we're start, we are not officially sponsored. By that. No, but we. I think we should start asking them for a cut or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, we need some stock options here. I don't know if I want to be affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> not at this present moment, I guess. Uh, yeah, so another topical Tuesday, although this is probably coming out on a Monday, so that's yeah. kind of idiotcy runabout. We're talking uh, of uh, the latest uh, big picture movie that came out this past weekend, Blade Runner 2049, 2049. 37 or some odd years in the making. <sighs> Thanks, Ridley Scott. Ridley did not make this movie. Uh, well, he was a producer. He was a producer. So, but uh, I don't know how. And he's much also responsible. He shares. He shares. There's something on his shoulders. He weighs the burden of he, this. There's, there's some burden there. Ugh. And uh, and we're going to be talking the spoiler heavy. Yeah, conversation. shut it off if you so, don't want to hear. So if you don't want to, if you haven't seen it, now's the time to we're going in. Off, go see it and then come back and catch us up. But in the meantime, we're going to spoil the shit out of this. As yep. we talk about this movie, which does not star Gary Busey, maybe it'd be better if it did. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah? yeah, I think I could swap out. I know one role I'd like to swap out for him. I know uh, Harrison Ford. See you oh, later. That'd be good. See you later. <laughs> Put in Busey. That'd be a nice little spin. Exactly. You know uh, what I will say, just straight off the bat, because I want to go right into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd never thought I would say this about this movie. Uh, I want more Lido, baby. Okay, well, now we have to stand in direct contrast with one another because I feel like that's the one thing I wanted less of. He's not in, in it. Movie. He's in it for like, how long of screen time does he have? He's, he's in like it. He's like 20. seven minutes. Yeah. Seven minutes, but it really should be like two and a half. It's, I mean, you have a bad guy. Like, All right. Yeah, so, yeah, actually, 
I have okay. I feel like when we get through this conversation, I feel like what's going to happen here yeah. is that we're all going to take a shit on this movie. Yeah, and, but y'all are going to take more of a shit on it. I'm going to be like, look, it's got some shit on. It. I'm not going to lie. There's some sure, there's some, definitely some stains there. Yeah, but there's some good things too. And uh, I, so I think the contrast is going to be how much are we going to shit on? This yeah, movie? yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I I don't know. I just want to, it, it is going to be just because I think thinking about this movie, I think it, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to parse it out in a very uniform way. I think it's just going to be a bunch of yelling of like, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. That's fine. I think that's kind of the way to do it in yeah. this picture because what's left over, I think yeah. is pretty solid. Mm. Uh, okay. For me, yeah, just yeah. off of the characters, yeah, just go for talking it. the characters period. Okay. Uh, uh, the female enemy. She was great. Um, uh, Ryan Gosling is the human equivalent of Ambien. Um, <laughs> Harrison Ford. Why? Why? We don't need him anymore. S- shut him off. Have him do one. Have him do a broken flowers. You know, have him have him take the Murray route. You know, getting serious and emotional. Get him out of the action picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jared Leto put him in a little bit more he lo- he looks cool and he's supposed to be playing this overarching evil guy that that's supposed to have this brooding omnipresence over the movie but doesn't have it correct and then uh and then who, who else is left i mean uh batista killed it mm-hmm. batista was a great drop in like uh, that uh yeah I, I really liked his character um uh, but but aside from that I, I don't think there's any other characters and i think total there's what maybe three pages of dialogue well i'm okay with that the pacing didn't bother me the limited dialogue didn't bother me um but there's some really pivotal stuff about jared leto's character that really did kind of rub me the wrong way um i will say i want to i want to put my theory forward first like i want to because i need to get this off uh my overarching theory for this movie is we as viewers of science fiction and readers of you know futurism and 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 ideas and and the purpose of sci-fi the reason science fiction is created is to raise interesting questions about the future that's that is why that genre exists the exi- genre exists to to come up with ideas about the future and then poke and prod them and, and, and see how our humanity will change in the future uh, that's the reason for sci-fi. This movie rehashes the same futurist ideas that they did 35 years before in the original Blade Runner. They they don't raise anything new. It's the same idea. They're rehashing something just for a, mo- a nostalgic money grab, which makes this this movie move. Like it, 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 it makes it boring. I don't need to spend six hours of my life watching something just to think, Oh, like maybe androids are people too. Like, stop. We've 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 had that theory placed. The the idea of the singularity has been around since the fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier er, than that, potentially it's earlier. An earlier philosophy yeah. question. Definitely, definitely. I, I'm using the fifties as a big point because that's when you start seeing the ideas they of singularity. It, yeah, they start really milking it within popular culture, and sci-fi becomes popularized. Um, um, you've had 
what is that you've had 70 years to come up with new ideas about the future even elon musk has came up with new ideas about the future and that right. guy's a fucking idiot yeah and and, and and you as a screenwriter have had 35 years to write a new film and you can't do it you 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 can't the only thing the writing's not new in this the 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 the, the visuals are new the soundtrack is new uh the the acting is uh, half new but but the 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 idea the philosophy the philosophy of the film the reason why people watch sci-fi isn't changed I, i'm i'm with you like 89 95 like i got i'm with you so close on all of that and i i really do think like if you if you rewind the clock to the decision in the boardroom with the creatives who are or who are getting together saying you know what we're actually going to pull the trigger and make a sequel to blade runner that no. conversation goes great what are we going to say different this time around that we didn't beforehand? Because we got to do that, right? Yes. And the, okay, well, the difference in this one is that uh, the Blade Runner is not going to be Harrison Ford. It's going to be a new young Blade Runner. And that Blade Runner, we're just going to go ahead and throw it out there. It's an android. It's all, it's a replicant starting yeah. off with the word go. All right, well, that's new. So then what happens from there? Well, at some point, that that the, the, the replicant starts to challenge his own replicantness and believes that it can be human. I was like, okay, well, that sounds interesting. Well, what happens after that? And then after that, whatever idea they came up with after that was a bunch of balls juggling the air. Was cut all off. fell down to exactly. the floor at the end. And so when you're at the end of the movie and you're asking yourself, why did I, what, what, what journey happened? What, what did we learn from this? What, what, what are you trying to tell me about what, human nature, about singularity, human nature, singularity that, well, I, I feel like there might've been like something that you were shooting for at the beginning, but whatever it was, was lost between that and this movie. The problem with this movie is the philosophy of the film the the, 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 the and, and specifically, cause I've been arguing this with someone all day and, and specifically the, 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 the reason he was like, he was like, well, sequels do that. Sequels rehash the ideas of the first one. And uh, exactly. I'm qu- quoting him yeah, yeah. And, and he used Godfather two as a point. And I'm like, Godfather is not a sci-fi movie. We don't watch Godfather to come up with these new futurist philosophical ideas. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. We turn to sci-fi to do that for us. We turn to sci-fi and he's like, he's like, what questions are you talking about raising? Cause you just keep talking about questions. I'm like, exactly. I don't know what questions to raise because I am not the writer of this movie. I'm not paid to write these questions, but someone that is paid to write these questions about the future should leave you with more questions about the future than than the ones that the previous film did it, and, it, and it doesn't do that because all the things that you just stated okay this is what we'll do in the second one the blade runner is an android whatever blah 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 all those questions are already asked in the first movie mm-hmm. they're 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 maybe shifted mildly with making him a the blade runner and android but the inherent question itself is is still within the first one like do androids love i mean it's in the fucking title of the book like 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 stop reading the byline and then writing a 20 page script and then turning it into a 4 hour movie i don't need to waste 7 hours to just think the the, the same questions so um Donna, you want to chime in here? Because I feel like you're bursting at the seams. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm just listening to what you guys have to say about this. I have other issues with the film, but they're uh, greater issues with the actual film itself oh. and less about the philosophy of what's going on. Well, uh, then to, to piggyback this just a little bit further then, um, 
my issue with the the philosophy and the message and whatnot, it really didn't matter or didn't really bother me until the movie's done. Yeah. So throughout the whole movie, mostly I was completely engaged and I was I was with it. I wanted to see what the next thing was going to be. That's the visuals the that thing. are doing well, it's that. Not, it's a parlor trick. <laughs> it's not just parlor parlor tricks. There's there is some you know there is some interesting plotting going on, and uh, but I didn't. The, the movie never lost me throughout that. At the end, when I when the credits start rolling, that's when it lost me because I was like. That's really? it, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I thought you had something. I thought you were going somewhere with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you thought you were going somewhere, and that was where you were trying to go, was that in yeah, scene? That was a bummer. That's like that, you, you took you the long it. way home. <laughs> Not only that, but it's like uh, it's like it's a non destination. Yeah, exactly. There, there's no other dominoes to fall after that scene yeah to, to make me go oh that is pivotal that is yeah. important yeah it's not it's it, not it seems to be completely irrelevant and in the world that they the same out. people i'm only saying this because like i was like uh, just prepping by getting in fights with multiple people on the internet about blade runner just to try to get like a feel of like oh people that like the movie what do they think you know just like getting in people's mentions that like post something about it and just kind of trying to argue it just to see what's going on mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the the only case i heard that that mildly sort of made sense to me about the philosophy and specifically about Jared Leto's character because I'm like draw him out like there that's where you have your that's where you have a lot of uh, you're jumping off your your diving board for the philosophy of this movie is within that character because that character rehashes something that was uh, thought of as evil bad illegal something that they outlawed he rehashes it you have you have something to, to roll around and work with there but but, but you you take him off the screen uh, but but in like talking to someone about it he was like uh, he was like he was like well yeah I think the reason why he wasn't on there too much is you know so they can set up for another one after this I'm like I'm like I don't care and no there's no questions like they didn't raise enough questions in this one to make me want to go sit through another four hours the inclination that this was leading to a sequel of its own didn't even occur to me same same exact yeah 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 this doesn't feel like something that's trying to be uh, a franchise yeah or or let me let me just do a little bit of a cliffhanger ending because you want you're titillating right yeah no Uh, here's how the Lido character really didn't work for me the Main character is Ryan Gosling's character. Yeah. And he is the investigative force. He's the detective. and The we're android follow- Blade Runner. And we're following him through the story. Yeah. Now, w- the first time that we get introduced to Jared Leto's character... He's that other that other character's not there. Kay's not there. Yeah. It's just something that's happening inside that building yeah. with Jared Leto's character, the the female Terminator. Yeah. And uh and then he has that and then like all of his dialogue is just, just straight up exposition. Yeah. Shit that he he's probably told a million people a million times before, but now he's telling it because it's we know the audience seems to be caught up on his motivation. The, the shit that's on the fucking pre roll, uh, uh uh the pre roll um text on the screen. Essentially, yes. It's the same thing. I I would have got I would have said, No, 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 no. Erase, erase. Get rid of all of that shit and make it so that the the first and last time that we see Jared Leto's character is with his confrontation with Harrison Ford. Yeah. That would have been and then that's when you you explore all of the the philosophical nature of the what's moral going qualms. on because I mean here's uh you know Deckard seeing another Tyrell c- 
come yeah. to power? Who's been hiding from him? And what are the implications? Do you think you're trying to do something new? You're just like the other guy, you know, and, and no, I'm different. And this is why. And, and then really have the debate, the, the do argument this. of philosophy to happen and make Jared Leto's character mysterious. And, and he's, you know, Wallace. What a fucking stupid ass yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Like Tyrell sounds cool. His name is Wallace. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. And build that up to be the big reveal. Um, you know, have that character come in that moment. That scene that they have him early in the movie, I, I hate that. That was the first kind of like, whoa, these gears are not lining up. Yeah. And like, um, and he's on and off and then it's done. Like yeah, the, he's only has two scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like the, like what you're saying, what you're saying is, is, is it, it makes even more sense in it. And it raises more questions to this idea than what the film as the cut is right now does because because even simply i would say as a baseline the idea that you have is you have an old guy versus the new crowd and the new crowd's like we abandoned this idea and it was wrong and we can do it right now but it's history repeating itself and making the same mistakes is kind of what you're going for is it's like you need to watch your history blah blah, blah. but they don't they don't prod any of this they don't they don't even raise the question there's just it's just very like straightforward of like ah, oh, we're doing it now and it's like what and it's like and it's like ah, they can have kids maybe like what like it, yeah see that's uh, oh, can man. I talk for a minute? yeah yeah jump in jump in before i just keep going down yeah this i can go for four hours <laughs> so this movie is uh like they pick up with the dumbest parts of where the first one left off. So the original Blade Runner, he basically rapes that chick, which we've Mm. talked extensively about in other episodes where we've talked about Blade Runner. And maybe seemingly that's where she becomes pregnant. Yeah, quick plug, guys. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe she. it's not then, it's some Mm. other time. Okay, she is an android. Okay, now... All right, stay with me for a second. So this one android, or maybe a a handful of these androids were created with an ability to expand their mechanical insides and have a womb to house a child, which is beyond absurd. Uh, In a sci-fi setting, I'm happy to, okay, I'll let that bullshit factor slide. Except that in this movie, Ryan Gosling's whole existence is predicated on the fact that he has to find this exclusive line of androids that are... Uh, they were military grade, but deviated from that. And so they're yeah. just like these hyper aggressive, like killing machines and they're insanely smart. You know, they're just like the best thing in the world. So his whole point is that he has to go hunt these things down. Now you're telling me that between the first one and this one, no one has been like, Oh, by the way, there were also this, a handful of androids that have the ability to have children and that we specifically need to hunt them down. Or even in the first one that Harrison Ford wasn't like, 
oh, I should probably kill these childbearing androids. <laughs> if the whole point is that you're killing these fucking androids, why has the question never been raised? Like, well, maybe we should try and kill these ones that can secretly have children. Someone had to know that they could have children. Well, see here. Okay. 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 <laughs> But isn't this one like, oh, it's a virgin birth. It's a weird one-off. I don't think so. See, okay, in the original Blade Runner, uh, Rachel is essentially a one-off. Yeah. She's a brand new model, and Tyrell is testing her out. She's like a super advanced. time. Yeah. And the reason why, in the original movie, the reason why she's different is not because she has a a womb. Yeah. It's because... Her emotions. It's because she has memories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's an interesting scientific uh, a sci-fi element to go with androids cannot be human unless we give them memories or yeah. memories is what helps stabilize and this is kind of an interesting little thing you can milk with that they failed to do in the original but anyway um, which they sort of do in they sort of do but not enough well that's what we've talked about this before like we're not fans of the original in part because it doesn't have a thematic focus it, it yeah. scatter shots it all over the place and you could you could kind of pick and choose well I think this is the reason I think that's the reason and, and it yeah. doesn't work so well but anyway um, um, the thing is, is that if it was important, I, I, if Tyrell, if he actually made a one-off that could actually potentially have a child, in retrospect, that should have been the most important thing about her. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or alternatively, you're saying that if you if you did that you wouldn't have tested that that was a possibility or followed the fact that that, that she possibly had a child and produced more. Well, there has to be some kind of something. Ty- and literally every business, there's a track record of <laughs> yeah. the things that you test. And, and they do milk that a little bit. Tyrell dies at the end of the first one before he can really maybe expand on this. And there happens to be this great cataclysm of darkness or whatever that knocked out all of the history, yeah. uh, the recent history, yeah. which may have... You know, put her. You know, put that whole thing in the book. And even Jared Leto's character at some point says something about, in his cryptic language, he says something <laughs> that um, unnecessarily cryptic language. He says something about that there was the technology to do this, and it's been lost, and it needs mm-hmm. to be refound. Um, so the point, the thing is, is that they're they're the the movie starts off with what I thought was a very a potentially very interesting uh, uh, philosophical argument or position that they're going to uh, milk is when he meets the Dave Batista character who is an android. Yeah. Uh, uh, who has he, emotions and who's a pacifist from right. what you see. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he says, and he asks him like, you know, something about what is it that makes you different? Or you say, well, you have, you've never witnessed a miracle. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, that's, that's really interesting like mm. because robots don't see anything as miraculous it's all ones and zeros and calculations and then we think about humanity and witnessing miracles and you know if you can look at all spiritual religious kind of things are all rooted yeah. in what people say are miracles and miraculous events and so like there's there's actually some real interesting things here that they're going to go with and then they say the miracle is uh, this child having yeah. the that Rachel can have a child yeah. well that then we see all of these problems with that. Well, that kind of undermines the original movie. Yeah. Not only that, but all of the androids that have long life. Yeah. That ruins the thematic of the original. Yeah. Because the whole point is the the that the the, the next sixes is that they they, yeah. they have short lifespans and they can't yeah. fix that and yeah. and they have that's, to. That's that's one of the many things that's frustrating about 
people liking this movie and also liking the original because if you accept this movie, then you cannot accept the original. And they are one incongruent. of them has to yeah, go yeah, away. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a it's a strange. And I, I'm 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 kind I'm okay with it if it was internally consistent in 2049 that and it all kind of made sense I'd be like you know what fuck it who cares like uh-huh. you know make do the changes you got to do to tell the story you want to tell sure but when you step all over your feet and yeah. you fall over and you can't get a coherent Within, like, message yeah. now you just fucked up the first one and they fucked up this one yeah 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 so uh, okay so there's this scene when they're doing like enhance enhance yeah enhance. and it's like going further into that little uh, hip bone yeah and you see the 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 and then someone walks away and they're like they're like oh we're as far as we can go and then they walk away and then they enhance like yeah, four enhance, more times yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so why'd you stop looking <laughs> like why why would you walk away if you're like oh there's something there and yeah. then just walked away so <laughs> so the uh uh there's this line that uh robin white wright's character says about if if it becomes known that this that there's an android or whatever that can have a child that would ruin everything that would be completely ruinous and i said uh, to myself how yeah why how how is that because po- we only, it looks like there's only one off yeah there's not only is it looks like there's only one off but the only one off that did it's not like the android made it with another android yeah 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 and it, it, it made it with a human so yeah. are you saying that the only maybe it could be that if you can make this thing again which you can't because the technology's lost yeah but if you could yeah you would still have to made it with humans exactly and so what's the identity of, of the things that come from it and how are you going to have your android um uh um what's the 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 well, they, all the androids want to get together and revolt yeah. the revolution. Yeah, but you can't have the revolution if you need humans to have to the populate. offspring. But even then, you're not even the models that can have the kids. Yeah, so, yeah. So it doesn't matter. It it's, doesn't it's matter. Not to yeah. mention the fact that also, if this technology still existed and you're just finding it as a police officer, you think that this technology hasn't been going on in the yeah. background, and you yeah. are. You know what I'm saying? At the very like, least, it would sponsor. We need to look into this, yeah. right? Well, I would. I will say that, like, uh, that to me, that was potentially one route that could have been a very interesting thing to exploit, and I think it's what they tried to do to like raise. I think the idea that they were going for, they being the writers mm-hmm. of the, of the movie with this one specifically and talking about the ideas of, of futurism and the singularity, I think what they were going for and that, that they thought that, that saying this and having Gosling's character where it's like this sort of weird, like biomech stuff is like the idea of like the idea of like, well, what happens when we start, intermingling robots and humans and it's like uh, is someone still uh, 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 is someone still human does someone still have a soul if they have a, a heart that can beat forever like but but it's like they they don't really it's not interesting enough it's not a new idea and it and it and, it, and it's like and it's like aside from that it's not duplicatable, so it's a one-off within this film, so therefore, it doesn't matter. Right, so this whole implication that the dominoes will fall and a civilization yeah. will be completely unfurled if this yeah. were to come out, Yeah, the plot that they, they give us to, to make that claim... Doesn't doesn't it's not compute. strong enough. It doesn't compute. it's not like at the end Harrison Ford just shoots his son in the head and then they're like, was that ethical or not? Was it right for him to kill him? I, like like you could raise that. That is kind of an interesting question because it's like, well, if someone's half human, half alien, then the father kills the son. Is that is that is that ethically right? 
I, I could see that. That would be an interesting argument to get into. It's a more interesting question than what? that's raised throughout the entirety of this movie. And that's what I'm saying when I'm talking to people on the internet about like, about like <laughs> yeah, just arguing people on the internet. <laughs> that's what, what I'm saying. Like questions. I, I want questions to be raised. That's why I turn to sci-fi. I turn to sci-fi to be like, is this possible? Is this ethical? Is this moral? That's why you have all these ethical classes in, in, in tech and in future that that's why they do this because you're trying to parse out like hey if we can clone a human is that ethical hey if we clone a human is that it is that a human you know like if we have a robot that feels feelings does that make that robot have a soul like we have responsibilities towards that robot exactly wouldn't have otherwise exactly exactly and that's the point of sci-fi that's the point of futurism is to raise new questions it's not uh, i put a little more of a spin on it and and it mirrors what you you said earlier but it it's not just to raise the questions but it's to it's to ask something or to say something about humanity that you couldn't say otherwise without the tech. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and and this movie, it, it, uh, the first thing it says, I thought was very captivating, you know, like you have to witness a miracle. Yeah. yeah. That's the transformative. I thought that that was the point I was going to make. That's the transformative experience that can bring an, an Android and have its own moment of singularity. Yeah. Is if it witnesses a miracle because the ones and zeros don't compute like it's supposed to. Exactly. All of a sudden it takes on sentient. Meta the singularity put, have, have a singularity, create a singularity. And, And then that, that's a more interesting question because we haven't really seen something like that. We haven't seen like doubling down on these things. Mm -hmm. We've seen people go around it, you know, fucking, I robot baby, uh, X machina, uh, uh, her stuff like that. You've kind of seen it, but, but you haven't, you haven't, you haven't really had a bunch of films that really, really prodded into this idea and really came up with the ethical kind of stuff that surrounds it. I think her probably is maybe the closest thing. Well, I mean, they kind of try to do that with the actual daughter putting in the real memory into uh, Ryan Gosling of the then, horse. Yeah. But even that is like, um, I don't know. I guess how many, it's like so stars aligned that Ryan Gosling is the one Android and all of the, millions of androids Mm -hmm. he's the one that happens to be a blade runner and happens to find this farm that just happens to have this date on it and he has that memory that's like that's so many coincidences that have to perfectly align because and and the point that i'm trying to get to is okay so what if she has other memories and other little things that she's tucked away in different places more horses or penguins or whatever the fuck and you there's no way that all if she only has so many of these real memories that she can share with other androids there's no guarantee that any of these other things are going to be found and that's what would make the religion more interesting that's what can push the singularity or push the uh, existence of the androids is if there's ryan gosling that thinks that he's the jesus there's 
Android Joe that thinks he's the Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Right. They <laughs> each one had this small kernel of truth in it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but, and it would but, create a domino effect. But together, yeah. like independently, they couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. But together, when you're kind of having a conversation, like, oh yeah, you know, one of my dreams is like uh, when I was like, like I was, you know, moving my hand towards the wheat fields. Like, really? Holy shit! I have the exact same dream. Really? Yeah. Really? They start becoming conscious really? of each other and really. What, 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 yeah, what are your dreams? And all yeah. of a sudden, like you get a group think of like a thousand people that all all these androids are sharing their dreams they realize there's some like weird consistency between them and yeah. and then piecing that together and what are the ramifications of that well it must be a source yeah. what's the one source of all of our okay i can see a religious connotation yeah there, but does it do that no, no. If <laughs> the one time it becomes close to doing that is uh is uh k is talking to some of the the androids who, uh, who who approach him sort of like the underground you know uh revolutionaries and uh and they're like and he's like oh and he's like her he's yeah. like oh you thought you were special no yeah no and i thought well that that could be interesting okay your the argument maybe we want to say about humanity that mirrors his life is that you part of being a human is is kind of realizing your place like in the in the beginning you're special you're special special and as you get older you're just like okay i'm just kind of a cog in the wheel yeah you know you kind of put away that side so maybe that's what they were trying to but even that is such a a brief kind of thing that they're not they have no the plot has no intention of exploiting it's, it's like they kind so. of it's like they kind of stumbled into raising these mildly interesting questions whereas what we want in a film is to Focus. be conscious and 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 fall into these things and and exploit them yes. and look at them from all angles yeah, and like, examine them it's yes. like they pose the questions on accident yes. and yeah. then people that watch the movie that actually are smart were like oh shit these are interesting points and then they don't go anywhere because they never meant for those to be the actual questions hey, you know i guess it's just because we're gonna have a sequel to this you know maybe that's why they didn't do it because no, no they, it's lazy it's it's lazy well if i, I could go this way i could say well, maybe they're just trying to mirror the first one. The first one was completely scattershot in its thematic material, so maybe they're just doing the same here. That, they're that, trying to do the same yeah. faults that the first one did. Yeah, yeah but everybody you know, has a, a weird love affair with the first one, but I, that's clearly a problem of the original is that it doesn't have a clear point of, of yeah. focus that it's trying to get I to. Do, with I do love... I get... I do love I was... Uh, searching this to like make a argument because i was like talking to people about it and the first thing that comes up in google when you search blade runner 49 is a new news article from fox news and that's news that just says blade runner 2049 pulls in older guys but not much else (laughs) (laughs) this another thing that frustrates me about this movie aside from the just glaring plot holes uh is the fact that this movie is starring Ryan Gosling for an act and a half and then is starring Harrison Ford again. Yeah, he hijacks it. It's so weird. It's like they they were like, all right, Ryan Gosling, too dead on screen. Can't have him in the film anymore. We got to punch this baby up. Yeah. And so they bring in Harrison Ford, and then it's like the rest of the movie is pretty much just following Harrison Ford. Yeah, and Harrison Ford is not a punch-up in this movie. No. I mean, I mean, it's it's uh, how we were talking about it, how, um, how it, you can't, you, you, you with some 
stuff with some art you can't take away the creator or the um source material or, or the source material but most importantly uh especially when you're consuming it while it's coming out you can't take away the events that surround it that's going on uh in other popular culture when you're watching something that's fiction um maybe in 150 years they won't know but uh now we can't do that uh and, and what happens when you see this is you're like fucking star wars man like 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 they literally did the same thing in star wars where it's like we want a new ip we want something new we want we want something fresh we want to see i'd say it's the third because of indiana jones yeah yeah, yeah. star wars and then exactly yeah 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 but 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 like when you watch it you're just like he's playing han solo he you can't batista uh, batista's a perfect example when you see batista in this movie you're you i didn't even know was batista i was like it looks like batista but i I didn't the same thing i didn't know until the credits i was like oh that was batista that was so fucking good i forgot he was in the movie harrison ford from the beginning you're like that's this is harrison ford this is han solo this is indiana jones like you can't you can't separate it and it's a bad choice to give him that much screen time because he detracts from anything that you can well even aside from him as an actor as a person and and he unfortunately is one of those people that has had these iconic roles where when you see him on screen it's impossible to think what he could be within Mm. this particular art he's always going to be those other things and there are other actors like that, like George Clooney suffers from that. I feel Nick Cage does Tom too. Cruise. Tom yeah. Cruise super yeah. does. Matt Damon. Well, there's a different. There's a difference between like a list these top shelf a list actors. They aren't. They do bring all of their all of the charisma from all of their past roles sort of roll into the next. Not Bill Murray. Well, no, he's not an A-list. He's not a top shelf A-list actor. You, you can't make a movie only with Bill Murray and get and put a hundred million dollars into it and get three million, 300 million back. Hmm. Well, mean, uh, I, I think that I can make an argument against that, okay. but, uh, <laughs> that's for another time. <laughs> um, I mean, I think you can to Depp a little bit. Sorry, I just uh, no. I just want to keep. I, I, mean, I keep thinking about like actors that you could not feel the weight of their other roles. I know. Yeah. Um. But okay. But the point is, is that when Harrison Ford comes on the screen, you're not looking at Deckard. That's not yeah. Agent Deckard from you know thirty years ago. That is some when he comes on the screen. That's Harrison Ford. I, I guess. I mean, that's not even the point that I'm trying to make. I'm saying that, unfortunately, he is someone that does suffer from that. So I can see a lot of people falling into that trap with him. But I think the bigger issue is that why I don't understand why he needs to be in this movie. He could have been dead and referenced in the movie. And he you still could have found out who the daughter was. You still could have gone the same shitty path that you chose. That's the problem. Like you bring him on screen and then every scene after he's first on screen has him in it. Like almost every fucking scene after that is about Harrison Ford. So even if Ryan Gosling is the star of the movie and we're following him around after halfway through the second act and the rest of the movie, you are you are here you are ryan gosling trying to fix shit with harrison ford and you're only concerned about him it's like 
Ryan Gosling shouldn't even be in this movie. If you want to make a movie about Harrison Ford, the fucking Blade Runner again, then just have him in the movie from yeah. the fucking beginning. I, I, I think what happens is all of that comes out um, and it feels that way. I think it feels that way because the thematic things that they're trying to say and all of the questions that they're trying to say, whenever they bring Harrison Ford into the equation, he doesn't add anything to that. Whereas if his character and his dynamic bring all of a sudden changes the, uh, what it means to be for the, what the characters are going through and, and what thematic point the, message, the movie is trying to go, then it would make sense to have him partner up with him because there might be a further exploration into these ideas. But there, that does not happen. And so when he does come on, it, feel, it does feel like, well, we have this great movie here. Let's just take this big sticker, the Harrison Ford sticker, and just drop it over the last hour of the movie. Um, and I, I think the biggest case, the biggest uh, point that you can see to build that case is the very first time that Harrison Ford shows up because um, uh, Gosling finally tracks him down into this this uh, uh, place and um, they have this big showmanship type uh, confrontation that has this that doesn't seem to be built in anything and then has zero resolution. It's this big thing where he like he misses the tripwire, then he comes over here, then he hits the tripwire, and he blows up, and then they go down to that Vegas hologram show, and Elvis is going nuts, and, and Sinatra's coming out, and they're like confronting, and then we see 60, 75-year-old fucking Harrison Ford throwing some right hooks and shit, and he's like taking it, he's like, okay, you want to get a drink? He's like, yeah, we should go get a drink. Why did the fuck you just start there? Yeah, yeah, Why, yeah. why did why you why have to you? have that stupid this, fight? This is why, because the woman in front of me, and this is <laughs> one of the ways that I can gauge how much I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> the fucking idiot in front of me. We have where we're sitting. Let me just set this up for you guys at home. Where we're <laughs> sitting, we go to the Alamo Draft House. If you've never been there, they have uh, normally it's like an amphitheater type seating where it like is fanning down, mm -hmm. and you're in these uh, you know theater seats, and then you have a bar in front of you where your food and your drink can be set. Well, in the theater that we saw it in was one of the smaller theaters in the kind of original uh, Alamo draft house here in Austin. So the stadium seating arc is about 20 degrees, not 46. As yeah. It is anywhere else. It's, it's only like six rows of seating. It's not yeah. very intense, but we're at the very top of this extremely small theater. And, uh, that is where the people run the food out. And then there's a landing below our seats where there's like a wide Walkway. hallway. Yeah. And then it continues with the rest of the seven rows or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a different layout for this. So we're sitting right at the front of this walkway and then it's an aggressive drop off to the next people, I guess is the point that I'm trying to make. So mm -hmm. I can very clearly see what the people in front of me are doing. Uh, I have a very nice vantage point to watch their idiocy. So this woman, when the movie starts, just fucking ah, like freaking out, clapping her hands, just like bouncing up in her seat, like giddy as all fuck, you know? And I'm just like, God damn it. I hate this fucking franchise. And then... <laughs> Which is not a... Fr okay, okay, it is now. It's I a mean, franchise. it is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so then Harrison Ford comes on the screen and she just starts fucking punching the air. She's so excited that he comes on screen 
Which is a bummer because leading up to that point, the scene leading up to him finding Harrison Ford was really fascinating and probably one of the better scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's like finding these bees. It's very weird. The colors are beautiful. It's just Not really only, well shot. Very different from the previous uh, yeah. palette of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's just captivating what's happening. Those giant statues. And the second that fucking Harrison Ford comes out, to what you just described the most bullshit stupid pointless fucking scene this woman is just punching the fucking air she's like nudging her husband just like oh my god it's fucking Harrison Ford like it's a fucking rock concert or something I'm just like who are you you are an adult woman watching a shitty fucking movie that is a sequel to an even shittier fucking movie and you're losing your fucking shit right now Yeah, and Harrison Ford fucking sucks dude like I can't say it enough he sucks like I hate him I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't get the Ford appeal, man, at all. I don't mean, I'm sorry to shame people. I know that, like, it's fun to go see a movie. (laughs) No, I I know it's fun to see a movie. I get jazzed when, you know, I got excited in The Amazing Spider-Man, the most recent one, and I clapped during the movie when our friend Martha Kelly was on it. Yeah. Uh, But that's a real human being that I know. Okay? (laughs) That's the difference that I'm trying to make. Martha Kelly, the Harrison Ford of Spider-Man movies. (laughs) (laughs) I just spit tears into my tea. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I mean, you should get excited about things that you're excited about, but there's a difference between getting excited and being distracted You're and thinking f- that something is yeah. good because it's showing someone God. that you like. No, it's fucking Ridley Scott and his followers of sheep that fucking, they, they're, they're just, he literally has cultivated this just massive following of sheeps and I hate it because they don't challenge his movies and they're like, oh, it's something Ridley Scott touched no, it's his a genius. classic thing of, oh, well, you don't get it. You don't get why this yeah, movie you don't is so get good. No, no, no. There's clear problems. Like even you know, from 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 a plot standpoint, their confrontation is completely irrelevant. Yeah. Not not only is their confrontation irrelevant, the confrontation shouldn't even be there. They should actually the first thing that should happen is start locking arms with one another. Yeah. Instead of being confrontational. Um so it's the plot is actually saying the exact opposite, but what the movie wants is this Hollywood moment yeah. of Harrison Ford being like, he's still got it. He's God, still got it. I don't it. care if he's still got and it. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> I don't care as 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 amazing as Roger Deakins is, the cinematographer, and every movie that he does, everybody should watch every Roger Deakins movie, no matter how good or bad it is, just because he is the best cinematographer alive. Uh, as beautiful as and amazing as he can put images on the screen, that confrontation is is completely... It, it's not only irrelevant, but it's, it just reeks of this, we, we got to have him fight. <laughs> I, I, I want to see he's, he's still got he's still got that left hook you know uh, I just want to show him to, like it's so bad yeah. that, that that's in the movie and it's the same yeah. kind of thinking that you would think that sophisticated filmmakers who are making this who are and let's let's face it the studio didn't go like hey we're just going to milk this for money because if they did the movie wouldn't have been three hours long it would have been an hour and 45 yeah. minutes it would have had a lot more action in it and it would have had um 
And they, they really would have gone that angle. So they clearly are trying to do something different, more bigger in scale. And they're trying to be, uh, um, they, they've, they've greenlit this idea of, 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 of making something really comprehensive, but they undermine themselves and in such these weird yeah. ways. Like, yeah. wait, I don't understand. You guys should have spent a weekend polishing this shit. But this yeah. movie wasn't made for us. This movie was Old made people. for that woman that was freaking out in the theater i guarantee no. if you ask her she would be like that was the greatest fucking part i i promise you that this weekend when she was hanging out with her sad sack of friends <laughs> or on monday when she goes back opinions on other people i guarantee to you she's gonna be like this scene when harrison ford comes out oh my god it was fucking awesome i shit my yeah. pants elvis was I had there run elvis the theater, was exactly elvis Elvis is there. Elvis is not dead and neither is Harrison Ford. Yeah. There's yeah, this yeah, one yeah. time when he's he's hiding, he's just standing right there, yeah. and then a showgirl comes out and she's she's yeah. going crazy with her fans. Yeah. And it's like, how can you even look at that? Because Harrison Ford's on Cause, cause you know, Because you know it would be a draw between a 65-year-old human and a 30-year-old half-android half-human. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, Harrison Ford would t- totally draw that fight he would get fucking demolished yeah it wouldn't even be a fight like he'd push him down yeah yeah and it's, it's, <laughs> it's that's the way it should have it, gone it's Harrison Ford he has like the Van Diesel because, clause where he's like yeah, I can't take a hit I yeah, can't take a hit in a movie that's the problem is that they didn't you said it exactly correct a moment ago. They tried to, they wanted to have a big fight scene. They didn't want to have a, a passing of the torch, which if you're going to have that fight scene, that's really what it should have been is a passing of the torch of being like, well, I'm not the boss anymore. Like now you are the star of this movie. Instead, they have this stupid fight with no resolution. And then Harrison Ford is in the rest of the movie. It just occurred to me <laughs> that, the opening of the movie should have been swapping. I mean, you have to rewrite a lot of stuff, but swapping Dave Batista's character with Harrison Ford. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the opening movie is Ryan Gosling coming in and killing Harrison Killing Ford. its own dead. Exactly. The, yeah. the, then you would have the, the patricide thing that happens in the original. You get the Harrison Ford cameo, but then you pull the rug out from everybody and say this is You leave the audience him. floating That's what a little I bit. Thought and, then, was, and, then, yeah. and then Gosling's character for the rest of the movie in some Feels sense evil. is coming to grips with yeah. what he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. All of a sudden, though, that makes more sense than trying to do this. Let's do a third act with it's a Harrison Ford. Ford vehicle. Um, yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen yeah. when he went into that farm. That's why yeah. when Batista was on there, I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, why do I know this guy? <laughs> oh, it's Dave Batista. So uh, with glasses on. With absolutely zero peripheral vision. Those, <laughs> yeah. those little, those, those lenses yeah. are about the half the diameter of a dime. Yeah. I do like how he's like trying to be a pacifist too. He's, <laughs> he's, like, like, he's like, I don't want to. I'm Stop. like six, five, 300 <laughs> yeah. pounds. <laughs> pure muscle but you yeah. know, all I want to do is you know no, eat, just eat, eat my maggots yeah I just want to <laughs> make these maggots <laughs> just want to eat these why you got to throw me through a wall yeah which is awesome that well, fight rips when he throws them through a wall yeah that's a, the, yeah kick out have have Batista beat up Harrison Ford <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> um uh so uh there was a moment in the movie that I that was lost on me because um 
and it has to do actually logistically with where we were sitting in, in the theater, mm-hmm. is while you were in the second to back row, I was actually behind you, back row, far right corner, two and a half feet away from me is the door that all of the servers are coming in and out of. Well, two and a half feet away from that is all the employees yeah, fucking mucking jabbering. it up. Yeah. yeah. And they were just chit-chatting all fucking movie. Yeah, I heard them And like, I wrote the letter like, like, hey guys, can you shut the hell up? Like, I can, it's not, I, we can all hear you. The person to my left actually got up and went to go talk to management about how loud oh, they were. Really? Yeah. Damn. So they were being really fucking loud and annoying. And in one part where I was getting real riled up and I couldn't focus on what was happening on the screen, it was the moment where the, 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 the girl bubble, the bubble girl, yeah. Yeah. said something I don't know what she said she said something to to uh, Ryan Gosling and all of a sudden Ryan Gosling oh, he actually has shows like anger and emotion what, he, did, what did she say she said this is true it's a true memory it's a real memory is what she told him because that's he that's what she says yeah yeah uh, she validates he, it right and he was like well this will confirm whether or not I'm the son or not mm. And she's like, well, I can tell you if it's a real memory or not, but little did we know that it was a real memory because of hers, her, right. yeah. not of his. And why was she purposely elusive about that? Is that just something to, milk, no, the, to yeah. milk the content? There's no reason. Yeah. She, that, the payoff of her being the daughter could not be... Doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. Not only does it not matter, uh, but um, the movie... It, it, it matters so little that when Harrison Ford comes up on the scene to meet her finally, yeah, you're just like, there's no, there's no finally about this. Like, yeah. Harrison Ford wasn't looking for her. No, he to, doesn't To my care. knowledge, he's never met her. He doesn't give a shit and, about his Android babies. And <laughs> now that he has met her, uh, there's no, here's what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's just like, all right, well, check that off the list. Guess yeah. I'll go back to my Vegas hotel and die. Yeah, he's not like, I'll take you out your bubble and we can live on Batista's farm forever. Yeah, hope yeah. your half meat, half android lungs can survive outside long <laughs> enough. Your protective bubble, bubble boy. Yeah, diner food. Yeah. Like, fuck me. So, like, that that moment was, like, the most deflating moment to me at the home. Because when it happened, I was like, okay, good. I think we're about at the two-hour marker. We're going to have another hour here to kind of milk how this goes. And then the fucking credit and I was like, you've got the only the only reason that they put that in there is that so that the fucking slogs that connect those neurons in their brain when they see like wait they're twins what they were but they're not twins you fell asleep during the movie (laughs) multiple times I'm saying when they connect that that like their daughter son what and then like and then and then I, I think it's like just a congratulatory thing that the reason why they make that happen i don't think it pays off i don't think it does anything i suspect and i think and this is what i really feel like happened is there was a lot of work initially on the story and then as the film got was getting made you had producers and whatnot putting some putting their fingers on it. And I think the thematic message, which I think may have been real well-designed initially got fucked up along the way. And I think somewhere along the line, somebody inserted this idea like, Hey, no, here's the thing. Here's what the, here's the morality tale. uh, The message that we're going to get to is that uh, the things that make, humans completely different from androids is that humans can have their own offspring. And so when the androids discover that they can have their own offspring, that's the, that's the thing that we're saying is that being able to have children is what makes you human. And then I'm like, 
And I was thinking, like, well, that's kind of a fucked up message to go with. Cause, I mean, there's a lot of humans running around who, you know, are infertile. That's yeah. fucked up. Can't, you know, that's kind of. And then, like, like well, all animals have offsprings. So that's yeah. not too special. It's kind of fucked up, you know. And, yeah. and, and robots can have their own version of it, you know, yeah. just to figure it out how to, you know, hit yeah. the, hit, build, the, build the right machine. And you duplicate, your, yeah, duplicate, yeah, yeah, duplicate, yeah. So, uh, and so that moment when he puts the hand on the glass and she comes to it, I think it was supposed to, in some version of somebody's idea was supposed to be that's the thematic point is that you know uh you know parent and and child meeting is so important and i'm like i I don't understand why that's important because it seems like that's not important anywhere else speaking of anywhere else in the movie not to get too sidetracked but i'm gonna go there anyway the original Blade Runner, to its credit, at least feels like it's populated and there's shit going on and things are happening. There's one scene in this movie that happens that seems to happen in a public space mm-hmm. that's crowded, filled with extras, maybe like 30, 40 extras at the most. And everything else has, you have like barely anybody in the frame. Yeah, And it gets to this, this idea like you, like these, the cameras are, panning over this giant, you know, clusterfuck of a metroplex, a metropolis of, 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 of highly populated, concentrated zones. And yet, we don't see anybody there. Yeah. We don't see the humans. We don't see the androids. We don't really know how, how much of them there are, or one of the other. And, and then there's like, there's some message about how they've, they've successfully moved off planet. And I'm like, well, have, they, is that what they're trying to say? Like, there's so many people that are off planet now that this is all just kind of like leftover, but we don't see a bunch of abandoned buildings or anything else like yeah. that. So, I, there's like this weird thing with how populated the area is that that they completely miss that is that is explored pretty heavily in the first one but is not in this one and i think that undermines that big message that um uh robin wright's character is like everything could fall apart if this comes mm-hmm. out well what 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 was where's everything what, what people it doesn't lives, matter whose lives are we going to see because i don't see anybody in fact yeah the few people three people in the police station yeah. Yeah. aside from you and ryan gosling yeah and a few people hanging out in the rain on that one scene and i'm like what and i think most of those guys are androids anyway so where are all the fucking humans that this is going to affect it's going to affect all the off-world people is yeah, that what yeah. We're there's about? another scene too where like seemingly the, probably for me and probably for everyone else visually the most striking scene which is when ryan gosling Gosling realizes that he isn't uh, the Jesus robot uh, and he's outside and he interacts with the gigantic pink Uh, blue haired girl thing. Yeah. When he interacts with her, he's on like a public walkway. That's another circumstance in which you could have shown people below him walking around, people around him walking around, flying car things going by. There's no it's completely one. static. The frame is completely static outside of that giant thing moving and him being with his uh, his his non-moving face. Yeah. Here's, I, I want to add another thing too. I, I keep going back to the characters and uh, being upset about Harrison Ford, but all of the characters in this movie, for how long this movie is, they don't do a good job of making you care about a single one of them. And that's another reason why the end of the movie is just like, okay, I guess that's it. Was I supposed to be upset when Ryan Gosling thought that he wasn't Jesus? Was I supposed to be upset that the Terminator was killed? Or am I happy? Uh, Should I 
want Harrison Ford to die. Yeah. What is, I don't, I have no cares and no investment in any one of these yeah. characters. What does it matter if they're the, if they're twins or not either? <laughs> Why, what does it, does it pay off in any way? They are I mean, twins. I know, but I mean, they raised the question of them being twins. As a red herring. It's just a Yeah, I know it's a red herring, but I'm saying like, what does it matter? regardless like it only matters from a detective point of view i guess well i mean i guess it could matter really, if there were really two different ones yeah. that could be out fucking other people that was the, and that was the more point i was trying babies. to make was 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 was, was the the misdirect it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter does it, it has it, no ramifications it doesn't matter if he's a twin of hers or not right well like, it would be interesting it would be more interesting if he was because then he really would be a one-off and then there could be he himself would be uh um you know he would carry that that uh code fuck the code, the code yeah. that may but he's not a woman yeah not, he can't, he's, he can't, he's not gonna have his own like you he know. can with his twin sister if that's the case maybe <laughs> I doubt it. See, that's the thing is Rachel. We might have was, an incest thing. Ra- on our we'll hand go too. back to that. Now, Rachel is the one-off. She's the only one yeah. who can have a kid. Yeah. And so you would might, maybe you could think that, um, why do they have sexes too? Like why would, why, why, why would all androids not just be dudes? Because why would they just not all be neutral? Yeah. Yeah. There's pleasure bots. You know, they, they do mention that in the yeah. thing. Yeah. Like but I'm saying like, why, why would but, it, but most of them are built for slave labor. You might as well just make them all dudes, right? Well, yeah. no, no, no. Well, like my question to that is, is if it's sex bots or whatever. Okay. If an Android has a child, right? Is the sex of that child undetermined until the birth of that child? Like, like, does this make sense? This what would I'm be saying? a more interesting question than anything that was going <laughs> on in the, the movie. No, no, no. Like, 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 like. If, if, okay, if, if Harrison Ford has sex with a with an android, some somehow that by that having sex they can produce a child within the female android would the would the ch- child sex be undetermined would it always be twins or that would it produce consistently a male a female consistent consistently a male consistently a maybe female would, consistently a male one, and a female maybe it's making a one and a zero that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. would it duplicate this a one and a zero always let's like, see this is the, this is another interesting question because how about this to, to go further to add to it when she was created was it intentional to be able to was it intentional at all to be able to mate with a human or yeah. was it only originally designed to mate with uh other male androids ma- male robots male yeah. nexus you know nexus sevens or whatever and it and they didn't even intend for that to happen but then it did and it created this thing like, yeah but well then that would be lost and uh, like again all of these questions the, oh yeah they they had a blackout period i forgot yeah oh yeah. oh but, oh, 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 mm. oh so mm. uh, so oh, we just had the fall of our civilization but all of these <laughs> questions that we're asking are the kinds of questions that should have been there in lieu of the fight scene with Harrison Ford? Yeah, because what? Because what? They what should have a tech scene. They need a tech scene. Well, what Ryan Gosling should have been like, "Hey, dude, 
you you had sex with an android and you had a child he's like yeah like okay can, can we talk about that for a second because that's yeah. like fucking crazy that's weird right right like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of, you know, and then he's like oh yeah it was really really messed up like that's yeah, why we had to like, give the we had to give the kid up for adoption it's like crazy like, what why yeah. he's like what, oh what you should have seen her growth spurts yeah. she had fucking ramrod shooting yeah, out of her shoulders yeah, or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, like, yeah. they're like they're, <laughs> like i mean that that should have been the entirety of the conversation i was way more curious In about fact, that than him just like then filming ryan gosling you please just cut out 45 seconds that you have of him staring off into the distance just cut that off and add a little bit of like hey here's some tech history here's why you can't have that conversation now because if that conversation well no that's not true because because if that conversation did happen harrison ford would be like yeah well then my daughter she was born and did that this that and the other like oh you had a daughter yeah. Oh shit! I thought I thought maybe I was. Yeah. Your kid. Then he just yeah. mopes oh. off. He's like, no, that would be interesting. Why do you ends. think you're your kid? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you can't have that. But then it's like, well, she had the kid, and I wasn't there. And then the kid went somewhere, and I don't even know. And I was and off I blade running, running, and she got rid of him. We the purposely like she did all that without me being there, so I wouldn't know. So if they ever came to me, I couldn't like track exactly. them down. He's like, really? Because it sounds like uh, you'd be smarter hiding the kid more than she was. So why yeah. didn't you take care of the kid? She's gonna die anyway. She's Android. Yeah. Like. All of a yeah. sudden, like all of this shit comes yeah. out. Like I was like, that's that. But I wanted to see, in lieu of the fight scene, I would have liked to explore that. And then fuck it, it gets interrupted because the people are coming in and they have to like you know. And then it's an action in. flick. And then then you can move into that action scene that actually yeah. that's organic with what's happening. Yeah. Can I um, talk about one other thing that frustrates me about this movie? Go ahead. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> give it a compliment sandwich. This okay. <laughs> this movie is very. Uh, the sound design is great. The sound design and the soundtrack is really interesting. And there, it is pleasant to watch. There are some scenes that are really well shot and there's some really interesting colors. And it is cool to see like that one scene that I was talking about earlier, the gigantic blue and purple or blue and pink coming down and shit. Uh, there's some interesting scenes in this movie. Unfortunately, the plot and the characters do not add anything. In fact, I would say that they all detract from the actually interesting part of this movie, which is just the camera work and the soundtrack. Yeah. Now, last week we did uh, just a house cleaning episode, and I talked about um, a bunch of fantastic uh, fest movies right i saw a lot of movies and a lot of them were filmed better than this one i mean they were filmed just as well mm. if not better because they're not constantly being ruined by the three lines of diarrhea spewing out of people's mouth about shit that i don't care about mm-hmm. uh they were all captivating and much more interesting films than than this one is yeah uh Now, the point that I want to make with this is that another argument that a lot of people give is that they'll say that the movie is visually stunning. Oh, I've never heard that phrase before. Well, if anybody should be accredited to that, it is, I mean, when Roger Deakins is behind the camera, every movie he does just looks completely beautiful and amazing. Yeah, I mean, it looks good, but I'm saying that it's not, it's not revolutionary. Like, it's not, again, if we're talking about something that's set in, like, this super futuristic time, I just want to see something that looks unique. Unique. And it's, like, 
the most unique thing that I can think of is the girl coming out of the uh whatever the like billboard and having a conversation with her or mm-hmm. the scene where the girls are like on top of each Gosling, other Gosling fucking the hologram thing yeah that, that, that shit's wild that's, that's awesome. a cool scene that actually gets to what i i really want to say the, the one of the big positives or the big missed opportunities in this movie is the joy character yeah. to me was one of the most fascinating, most interesting uh-huh. characters. And every time she's on the scene and her interactions with Ryan Gosling and or Kay or his character, I was like, there's so much here to work with these two androids, like these yeah. two programs and they're, they, they're, they're, they're doing, are they, are they programs? Do, do, an, each do, other? do androids they, fuck with overlays, bro? Like, <laughs> and, and, and the weird, like this, like their relationship and how it changes and, and feeds off one another. And, and, and everything about that seemed so 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 much more interesting. I wanted to see that continue on, and the fact that they like the moment when she gets snuffed out felt so cheap to me because I feel like you, they didn't know what they had there. Yeah, with that really interesting concept because the the, the scene, for example, when she does, uh, you know, the where she does the holographic layover with the other girl so that she could be physical, you know, with him. That that's really interesting to me because. To her, it could be that from that robot's perspective or that com- high computer mind, the difference between being real and not is being physical. So you can look at Ryan Gosling in character and go, you're physical, you're real. And Ryan Gosling's looking at humans and going, you're real and I'm fake. And so they could have like little layers of what's real and what's not between that character, yeah. Kay, and humans, which the movie doesn't seem to even know that that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the only brief little parallel that comes with it is like, is uh, when um, they resurrect uh, Rachel uh, for Harrison Ford and Harrison Ford is sort of tempted, you know, by a, 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 an Android version of what he, you know, some facsimile version of what he likes the same way she's kind of mixed with. It. And even then that's, that's a tepid, that's a tepid analogy, but I really liked her care. And like, her character is sort of like you see it individually that she's just this one thing for him. But then you realize, no, there's, you know, how many different versions of joy is out there, Mm -hmm. whether it's giant billboards or, uh, or, you know, everybody has their own version of her that's at the house saying nice things to them. Like, uh, uh, that's what I wanted more of was that character. Cause I thought, I thought thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I like that that scene is really cool though where they're like overlaid uh, the scene's really awesome but that's like really the only unique thing from like a future visual standpoint a new something new yeah like yeah. I've never really seen that in a movie before but like all the other things I've seen in movies that I wouldn't even necessarily consider like hard sci-fi movies. My favorite shot in the movie was there's this moment where, um, Kay, uh, Ryan Gosling's character is, is at a campfire with, uh, some of the other androids who've pulled him out. And the shot is he's, he's laying on his back and the shot shows his perspective. And you see all these ambers floating up, mm-hmm. uh, into the dark sky. And then it transitions into rain but it's coming at a different angle as these airplanes uh, the, the ships are flying into through the city 
and that transition i i my mind was completely fucked on that because like like it it it, it looks like it's coming one way and then it's coming another and it's going from fire into water and from, oh man, the whole thing, like I would take that eight, eight and a half seconds of film and put that up against anything. I thought that was the most creative uh, um, thing in the whole movie that just really struck me mm-hmm. as being amazing. Yeah, I you mean, know? yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about and that is cool as well. Mm-hmm. I just, for me, I, if you're going to have a, if you're going to make a shitty movie and the, the plot is going to be stupid and the dialogue's dumb and the characters suck. If all of that stuff sucks, it just be better be like f- fucking captivating to watch. And there were just multiple times where I was just like, I don't, I don't care what is happening in this movie. I don't want to be in this theater no. anymore. And it's difficult for me to tell if that's because the visuals weren't so strong or it was so, so bad on the other fronts. Mm. You know what I'm Mm. saying? Like if you're going to have one, you have to have the other. If you're going to have something really shitty, then you have to have something overwhelmingly positive to lift it up and keep me interested. I will will say that like, since everyone's going around and kind of having their kumbayas about this, uh, I, uh, I like the music. The music I thought was really good. Like Hans Zimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like how normally you have like horns that are like just really loud. This one had a bunch of synths that just went like, (laughs) it was like, I I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Like just sounds like super riffy, like 80 synths that are just like gnarled out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it's, it sounds good. And I like, I like the, some of the music work of the, that, Hans Zimmer, baby. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Everything, all the shit that I put on this movie, to me, takes it from what could have been a 10 down to a 7. I still think this movie is really fucking good and really awesome worth watching. I love the this. I love the size and the scope of it. I really liked the pacing. Um, I really liked outside of a few circumstances. The you have a very elongated scene where one new piece of information is introduced, which sets up the 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 the, the motivation to go to the next scene that's really long and drawn out, which has another piece of information, which goes and goes and goes. There's exceptions to this, obviously the interlude with Jared Leto's character, uh, which doesn't fit into this. There's a moment where. Um, uh, Ryan Gosling's character out of nowhere seemingly comes and finds Harrison Ford who's on like he's, he's being transported to something kind of comes in like has like, a, like an attack ship and there's an action moment how he found out where they were uh, that that piece isn't there I have a suspicions I, um, I suspect that there was some scene that actually filled that gap but it was a uh, deleted uh, because the movie I think does go out of its way to have this uh, this leads to this leads to that it has really uh, proper plotting um, and um, the the times where it, it just sits there and lets it go and with whether it's with the score that's kind of building up um, particularly the scene where he is he has discovered the orphanage and he he makes a second trip back to the the um, the location where the the furnaces the furnaces that that whole scene we know what's going to happen 
You know exactly what's going to happen. He's going to go to the front. He's going to pull out, and there's his, the, that horse is going to be there. You know it's going to happen. And yet it spends, you know, five, six minutes with him on that journey to get there. And there's like a really good craft of building up to that because everything that this character knows essentially is having his everything's being pulled out from under him as he's getting closer and closer and closer to that furnace and the movie's taking the time to build that up and he's exploring it unfortunately the movie like fucking undercuts itself later by not making him making that a false memory but the fact is is that this moment that's to me that moment was his singularity him deciding to walk over there to discover that, that thing was there that was the awakening for him uh, well, at least it should have been. And then he challenges himself. Well, maybe it was an implanted memory. It ultimately, blah blah blah. But like the craft in that, and the craft in in so many other scenes are are so good. And I felt like I was like, wow, this feels like there's like imagine there's a novel out there called Blade Runner twenty four, and it's highly praised, and it's eight hundred pages, and uh, the plot is pretty meticulous from one end to the next, and that these people are doing an honorable uh, presentation of that. Uh, but imagine, if you will, that. They got. They were trying to give it um, uh, the due that that its credit that it deserves. But like a a book like that, maybe maybe it's good because the writing is really good. Not necessarily because, or maybe the inner dialogue of the characters is really interesting. But you can't put that in the movie, and so like that's where like like I'm 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 like fictionalizing how this thing came to be outside of what it really did to kind of help explain why so many so much of this movie feels feels like it's working and when it's finally over you look back and see all the the holes in it um that's why i i said earlier that it wasn't for me that the uh it wasn't for me until the end of the movie when that last scene ends and the credits roll that i go wait a second what because from then, from the beginning to that one, I was completely on board. And I actually said, like, I thought there was another hour in the movie. So it was a three-hour movie. But to me, it felt like it was going quickly. I was engaged. Like, it felt like I could have done another hour of this if you just kept exploring this this world that was going on. Um, I, the Harrison Ford stuff, I, I'm on board. That felt way out of left field. He 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 should have been, like you said, the passing of the torch. Um um, but the, but some of the, st- really, I thought Harrison Ford was kind of the weakest thing. Like every time, for sure, yeah. because they don't know what to do with him except to have him on the screen. No. They don't know how to use him to push the characters forward. Like even, I don't know. Anyway. Um, but like, I, I really think there's a lot of good stuff with this, this movie and there. And the fact that it is three hours long is a testament to what uh, I think an intention behind the filmmakers, because it really could have been a decision to make a two hour version of this, an hour and 45 minute version of this that just was completely hackneyed. And uh, I'm really glad we didn't get that. We have a, a, a real strong effort in making a sci-fi epic. Yes, it stumbles over itself. Yes, in the end, it maybe doesn't really satisfy what any sci-fi movie really should do, which is say something about humanity. Uh, but uh, but other than that, <laughs> I think it's pretty spectacular. Are we just going around giving our final thoughts? Then? Is uh, that yeah, yeah. I felt like... I so felt you like gave it a seven then? <laughs> I, I'm still giving it a seven, yeah. 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 That's and fair. I want to say that because like I, it's... It's more fun to talk about the movie's shortcomings. Yeah. It's more, um, you need to do that because um, for something that is this grand and that it has this much credibility behind it, and they're obviously putting a lot of effort into it, the fact that it is sort of, 
you know, that it doesn't really, f- uh, it is sort of empty. It does yeah. have like hollowness to it. Vapid. It's, it's worth going, why? Why is it, why does this not really connect? Yeah. And it's not because it's just, not only because it's like super lazy writing or super lazy whatever, it, or, or super shitty actors, or they're trying to do it in a certain amount of time, or the production got, you know, halved when it was, you know, it's not any of those things. It's very subtle, but very specific. It has no thematic point. Yeah. And 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 instead of that, it has all these other things. Yeah, yeah. And you can look at all those little things individually and go, they don't connect to anything. Huh. And when you try to make them all connect, they all you have a lot of these internal inconsistencies, yeah. which shows that the thematic point is kind of missing. Yeah. But I mean, I I agree. I I agree with what you're saying. I I think, I think I I I didn't feel three hours uh, like how you how you were saying. It didn't probably because you were asleep for a fucking hour. Probably because I was asleep for an hour of it. Um, I I I did expect it to feel longer, but I also think was asleep. Yeah, and I also think like going into it with people being like, "It's three hours," you know, you just hear so much of like, "It's three hours," "It's three hours," so then like you go into it being like this is going to slog for three hours and then you're like yeah it's three hours isn't that long uh it's not that much longer than a normal movie mm-hmm. like i mean like what an extra 40 extra 45 mm-hmm. like it's not it's not bad um so i don't know like uh, aside from that I, I i thought visually i thought it looked good um not perfect i agree with the idea of like i don't know why everything was so isolated and all you saw was androids and you're and the whole movie rests itself on the idea of saving humanity because humans should be saved over androids um but we're not going to show any of them and we're not going to make you feel anything for humans because mm-hmm. you're supposed to inherently feel something for humans and mm-hmm. it's like well, why why like tell me like make make like for me either raise questions that i haven't had questions of before something new something interesting or tell me how you feel Mm -hmm. like i want one of those in a movie i don't want this weird uh like kind of ambidextrous floating vapid but ultimately you sit there and you spin your wheels over it and you don't really get anything out of it uh type of movie i don't i don't like that i don't want that and aside from that i i i I, if this movie had however much a hundred million dollars i i don't even know how much fucking money it took to make this film but it was a lot it's probably two two between two and 250 it was a lot of money uh if if i would have rather seen that movie go into an original ip like like I, i i i don't I'm over nostalgia polls, man. Like I don't, Stop. I don't want to see, I don't want to see movies that are rehashed of old movies or are these weird sequels that pull in the original actors for the, for the sake of getting people in the theater. For the marquee value. For the, yeah. Like I don't, I don't care about that. Like I don't have this, um, connection to harrison ford that maybe other people do that it it, harrison ford isn't what got me in that theater Hmm. and and if anything he made me want to leave it so (laughs) 
I don't know. Like, like music's okay. Visuals are okay. I, I, I do as much as I like making fun of him. I do kind of have a soft spot for Ryan Gosling. I thought the uh, lady that fee- f- uh, played the female protagonist was really good. Uh, she was killer. The fight with them was awesome. You mean with Robin Wright? Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, about the Lady Terminator. Uh, well, yeah, Lady Terminator. Oh, the antagonist. Of, well, yeah, well, I can't yeah, think yeah. of her name. Yeah, oh, I say yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, what's her name? Is it? I don't know. Fuck. It's like Kai or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. We can't really remember. <laughs> uh, it I don't cool. What's your rating? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, thanks. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I don't know. Like, like, uh, like I like that. I like that last fight scene. Um, I thought, I thought it was overall. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm uh, honestly, I don't want to sit through it again. So I'm going to give it a six. <laughs> That's still stronger than I thought it would be. Yeah. I mean, I could go lower. I talking about it raised it at least a point. Oh, okay. So there's that. I think if you like Blade Runner, you're going to like this movie because you're a blind sheeple. But for me, this movie has a handful of good moments and it's a very loose handful. And it has like an overflowing bucket of garbage that's going on for it. I guess it's worth watching. So for me, four and a half. There you go. Are we going to see a um, fan edit come out of this one? Oh, I guarantee you it. Know, I, 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 I was thinking about that from my, from my standpoint. I'm not sure. If I did one, I would want to make it so that it feels like a sequel to what I made. And that's going to be difficult because um, of, of, of who Rachel is in my version. And it doesn't really make sense for her to be this love interest uh, to Deckard later on. So it'd be a lot of working out to make sure that would work. And if I were to use the same kind of format where I replace the score with classical music, which is what I would like to do, um, I would have to cut the the runtime in half because you can't, you just can't have three hours of, <laughs> of you know, classical music just kind of going through the whole thing like you can in this movie. So it'd be a lot of work for me to. Uh, to fix it I mean I, the big thing that I would completely excise is the original Jared Leto scene um, and uh, and the original fight scene between him and uh, and, and, uh, and, and uh, Ryan Gosling uh, my, yeah. uh, Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling um, so uh, I, yeah you're gonna see some people tweaking it and whatnot. Uh, you might have a, somebody who comes in and tries to do some weird um, mishmash of the two of them kind of running side by side you know like a three hour Blade, hour, Blade Runner epic We'll see what happens. Um, I but should call it Blade Hour. Blade Hour. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I'm right now. That's certainly not a project I would I would eyeball as something that I, that would be uh, worthwhile. Um, but uh, that does wrap up our thoughts here on Blade Runner 2049. We hope that there's not a Blade Runner 2075 that's going to follow this or whatever. Uh, let's 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 end this right now. Um, and, uh, what do we have on the menu for next <laughs> Well, we had yeah, sound we on have. sound, but, uh, uh, sound on sound, the whole festival was canceled <laughs> and I don't think the bookers there care enough about us to rebook it. <laughs> so we won't be on sound on sound because the festival well, isn't happening. Whatever we do next, we're still going to insist that Iggy pop opens for us. Yeah, that's true. We'll see how well that goes. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, but not at Sound and Sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you meant movies that we're doing next. Well, uh, we have. I know we have a few episodes uh, that we've recorded that are in are in, are in the vault yeah. that may make its uh, rear its ugly head. It's it's Halloween, so I think it's time to do some sleepaway camps, right? Is that what we're doing next? Yeah. Do you know what? Are we starting with the first one? Is it? I hope so. I yeah. Know. So I'm stoked for that. Um, but I'm not entirely sure what you'll be listening to next week on the show. But it's going to be something along those lines. Either something we've already done, or uh, as we uh, lean into the Halloween October season. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's. Uh, do y'all have plugs that y'all want to get out of the way? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead. See you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Uh, I won't see you at Sound on Sound. No. <laughs> but you can catch me this entire upcoming weekend at the theater, back to back to back to back, just watching Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> again and again and again. Aggressively pumping your air- arms yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just when you aren't falling asleep. Bothering people every time they leave the theater. <laughs> like, what'd you think? <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. Well, you can catch us on the next episode of Gary Beast Time Massacre this time coming next week. Listen to our old Blade Runner episodes. That's right. Uh, Dig around for um, Blade Runner that we talked about my edit because we talked a lot about Blade Runner, the original. Um, Go back. I don't know. 30 episodes, 50 episodes. How many? That was a while ago. I think we have like... It's been a minute. Yeah, we have like 50 episodes now. But yeah, here are our conversation. There you see how it mirrors here. And uh, otherwise, we will will catch you in the next episode. Uh, Thank you for listening.
Yeah, she knows.